Why behave when you could be a barb-ass babe? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Bar Bath Babe. I'm so excited to have you all here. Uh, I meant to post last week, and then as I was recording this episode, my audio software decided it was a great time to update and lose everything. And by that point, it was so late and I was so tired, I just decided that. I would wait till this week to do it, but I promise I'll get better at keeping up with it every single week. I just was not feeling it. I had a ton of homework, so my apologies there, and hopefully we can get this show on the road because it is time to continue. Your boyfriend is not your hobby, sis. Part two. So two weeks ago, I discussed different hobbies to try different things you could do to go ahead and kind of figure yourself out a little. I do want to continue on that conversation um, a little bit, but before kind of diving into that, I kind of want to go over some uh, red flags and warning signs because that was part of what I said that this episode was going to be about, well, this two-part episode, so we're going to go ahead and get started on that (laughs) because... I know women, and men too, do this thing where they justify someone's actions and everyone else can see it's a red flag, but they can't. And they make up excuses to go with that. And it's like, oh, it's not red, it's pink. I said that two weeks ago. But... Ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening, listen up. You have to pay attention to the red flags. I don't care what shade of red it is. If it's red, it's red, it's red, it's red. (laughs) So let's look at different things to try out. Red flags and warning signs. So let's look at this. This one isn't necessarily the worst. I kind of want to gradually get into the worst ones. But if you're only spending time with his friends and you guys never do anything with your friends or you just never go do anything with your friend completely separate, that's a warning sign. You should not be investing all of your time with only his friends. You need to have your own friends. And I know finding friends can be really hard. But you have to have your own people because guess what? If you are only spending times with your so and with his friends, then by the time you guys break up, you won't have anyone. You won't have anyone to go cry to because all of your friends are going to be his friends. And that's not going to be a great look for you because what it's going to do is isolate you. Please, ladies, keep your friends. And if that is something that you might have lost in your relationship, I know it's easy to get consumed in a new relationship. And I know it's easy to kind of dive in and want to be one of the guys because you want your boyfriend's friends to like you. I'm not saying like never go around them, but don't make his friends your only friends. 
Because at the end of the day, when you guys break up, they are going to pick his side. And there is no doubt about that and nothing you can do to prevent that. Next up, if you guys are only doing things together, again, this is an issue, ladies. Because if you aren't doing like on the reverse side of things, if you guys are never hanging out with either of your friends and you guys just are each other's night and day, all in all, never stop with each other, you're going to run into issues. And you know why? Because at the end of the day, if you guys break up, again, you are not going to have anyone because you made them your life. And that is not what we want. You have to have your own friends. And your friends don't necessarily have to be people like that you go out and meet and all of a sudden you're like, yep, we're the best friends ever. No, no, no. I am super, super close with different members of my family, and I understand everyone's family situation is a little different. That's okay. But, you know, if you have a sister or a brother even, or, you know, cousins, I keep in contact with so many members of my family. I am proud to say that I have two specific aunts I can think off the top of my head who I talk to at least a couple times a week. And I love them so much. And they have been super supportive of me. One of my aunts actually listens to this podcast. And I just want to tell you I love you (laughs) so much for all your support you've given me. And that is the kind of relationship, ladies, you need for when a relationship gets terminated and when you cancel that man because you need someone to talk to. All right. Here is one of my favorite red flags because it is one I have experienced with time and time again and now it's like he doesn't even have to start waving the flag and I can just tell from meeting him I'm like you're gonna be the person that does this aren't you I can tell it's like a freaking sixth sense in my skull I can sense it and you know what it is gaslighting Oh, have I been gaslighted? And oh, when I was younger, how did I let it happen? Because I really thought things were my fault. I literally had a man cheat on me. And after he cheated on me, he told me to my fucking face, well, if you wouldn't have gotten jealous of that girl, then I wouldn't have thought of her that way in the first place. This man tried to convince me that if I wouldn't have got jealous of a girl, he wouldn't have thought of fucking her. Meanwhile, he had been fucking her for months behind my back. So guess what? He got fucking canceled and now they're getting divorced. So fuck him. Moving on from that. Gaslighting is not always just the whole cheating and making you feel like you're crazy. It can be a numerous amount of things. Gaslighting pertains to anything where a person does something to you and you confront them about it and they make it seem like it's your fault. Do not let them do this to you. I am serious. The second that he tries to make you feel crazy about anything and you have that women's intuition that tells you something's wrong, 
you listen to it, you cancel him, you take that flag as if it was the start of a race, and you fucking run. Run away from that man. Not like a little run, like a sprint. That is a sprint away, and you are going to need all the stamina because you want to put as much distance between you and him as you can. Ooh. These ones go a little hand in hand. Next up on my red flags, because I have a collection of them. Jokingly calling you names. Ladies, ladies, ladies. I have never hated anything as much as when I know a guy hurts my feelings saying something. And he tells me to calm down because he was just kidding. There is a difference between joking and saying something that someone is insecure about and making fun of them for it. Do not let a man make fun of your insecurities and then have the audacity to tell you he was just kidding. My ex, the only guy I've dated in the state I'm in right now since I moved, literally looked at me and told me if I was serious about losing weight, I would start throwing up. I have friends who have been bulimic. I tried to be bulimic at one point, and I'm not proud to say that because it's extremely unhealthy. But dear God, for this man to look at me and tell me to start throwing up if I was serious about losing weight, I about lost it. And he literally was like, well, I'm just kidding, obviously. I didn't mean it like that. Not even a few weeks later, this man, same man, I jumped out of a pool in my bikini and he said, oh, look, it's a beached whale. And when I got upset, he literally told me, oh, babe, I'm just kidding. Obviously, I think you're attractive. (laughs) Ladies, I dated this man for a few short months and that was too long because I should have left him as soon. And you guys will get a very fun story about him later on. (laughs) but this man had the audacity to sit and talk about my weight when he could not get an erection the entire time we were dating and he would try to blame it on me because I was too overweight. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, I may not be a super skinny girl. I am very curvy, but I am not overweight. I have huge tits. I'm literally a 34H cup in bra right now, and I am working towards getting a breast reduction. I am not fat. I just have an ass, (laughs) like, and there's a difference, but it's okay because his little dick, even if he could get it up, couldn't compare with my ass if he tried. Moving on. This same ex actually had this. Actually, a lot of my exes had this, and I bet a lot of women have exes that have this. We love the narcissist, the man, the myth, the legend, the one who will make everything about him. I made the dean's list in college in a spring semester and excitedly told my ex about it. And you know what he said? So what? I did that like six times when I was in college. Well, fuck you. You graduated and I didn't. And I just made the dean's list and I'm excited. This isn't about you, motherfucker. It is the guy who makes everything about himself, and we hate that so much. We do not deal 
with men who make everything about them because they don't deserve us. And that is a true fact. You deserve some limelight. If you do something you are proud of and your partner makes it about them and turns it into how they did something better, also known as someone who likes to one-up you, you need to cancel that man immediately. You know why? Because if he's always making it about him, you will never shine and you will never rise to your full potential. And that is something I do not want to see. As your dedicated bar bath babe, your dedicated hype girl, I want to see you raise to the potential you deserve to be shown. You deserve to shine bright, bright, bright. And you cannot be eclipsed by some narcissist with a small dick. And I hate to put it that way. Even if he's got a big dick, he don't get to eclipse you. He just gets to sit down and listen. (laughs) Because if you're doing something great, a man who is deserving will listen and support you and be your hype man. Next up. You want to avoid any type of toxic situations, my ladies. Anytime you get that gut feeling that something might be unsafe or you have something in your mind telling you, maybe I shouldn't do this or maybe I shouldn't go on that date, please, please, please listen to it. I cannot tell you how many times I have had that gut feeling and there has been times where I've had that gut feeling And I went anyway, and then I got stronger and I left. This is kind of a dark story, and I'm going to give a little trigger warning to this. There was a guy who invited me over to his house, and him and his roommates tried to pressure me into drinking. However, I'm very stubborn, very strong-minded, and I just said, sorry, I can't. I have work tomorrow. They tried to pressure me a little more, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. Finally, I got to a point I was just like, you know, I actually have to go home. I work really early and I just need to go. Two months later, the guy that was trying to pressure me into drinking got charged with raping three women. And when I read the women's stories in the police report, it was the same thing. The girls went to his house. He pressured them into drinking and took them in him into his room. Listen to your gut. If your gut is telling you not to go somewhere and if your gut is telling you Do not do something. Get out. Do not go. Please listen to it. I want you guys to be safe. I'm not saying don't go have fun. Sometimes a little risky situation can be fun. But if you are getting that agonizing gut feeling that's saying maybe we shouldn't do this, please listen to it. Stay safe. Stay strong. And most importantly, know that you have support addictions. This is one of my favorite red flags only because it kind of depends on you. Addictions are not great and it's not good to have addictions. However, everyone in the entire world is addicted to something. Everyone. So if you are going to find someone who was addicted to something, make sure it compliments you Or if it's something good, like if you're addicted to going to the gym, make sure you find someone that's addicted to going to the gym. However, if you're someone who is a crack whore, probably don't date another crack whore. 
because you guys are just going to compliment each other in a negative way. I know some of you are probably going to giggle at that last piece, but it's true. Find someone who is addicted to bettering themselves and get better with yourself as well. The other thing about addictions is you have to know what, on like the flip side of complimenting you, know what does not compliment you. If you are someone who is very into not drinking, you don't drink, you don't party, you don't do anything, you cannot start dating someone who drinks and parties. That's not going to work out. If you are someone who is anti-pornography and you start dating a porn addict, you are not going to be happy because you don't see that way. Like me, I have dated guys who watch a lot of porn. However, I do not watch a lot of porn, but I don't fucking care (laughs) if my husband or boyfriend or so whatever my fuck buddy, I don't care if other people watch porn. Porn doesn't bug me in that sense. But if it is something that bugs you, you can't be dating someone who's addicted to porn. It's not going to work out. Same thing with if you're someone who smokes cigarettes and the person who you're dating or, you know, flip it, doesn't smoke cigarettes and hates it, you guys are going to get into fights. All it's going to do is cause tension. Same goes for money. If you are dating someone who is addicted to spending money, and you get pissed off because they're spending money knowing that that's who they were when you went into it, it's going to cause fights. However, I do think money addictions are a little different. Just because they can complement each other, you got to kind of have that one that buys a bunch of shit and kind of have that one that's saving so they can balance each other out. But if it's to a level where it's unhealthy and they're gambling everything away, you are going to be miserable. Do not do it. Unreal expectations. We all know someone who has had unreal expectations for us. And this might not be a partner. It could be somebody else in our life. If somebody is setting unreal expectations for you, cancel that person out of your life or let them know that you are not going to fucking tolerate it because you can't. You literally cannot have somebody pushing your expectations on you if you're trying to better yourself. The only person you need to allow to make expectations of you is yourself, ladies. You are the only one who gets to set expectations for yourself. All right, so moving on. Those are just some red flags I wanted to go over. There are hundreds of red flags. And as we get farther into the podcast, we're going to talk more about red flags. But for now, I kind of want to go back into finding yourself because it's very important. One of my friends mentioned to me, she keeps a chaos journal. And at first I was like, ooh, what's that? And she showed me. And it's where she puts all her thoughts, random thoughts. She has cool little stickers that I loved all over it. And she just puts, she brain dumps into that thing. And it helps keep her mind sit steady. Please do that. A brain dump is healthy. Take your time. Read your books. I already mentioned The Art of Seduction, Robert Greene. Ladies, read it. Become empowered. Become somebody who makes men wish that they were dead. You got to get comfy with yourself. 
if you are not comfy with yourself, you will never be happy in a relationship. There is something that Will Smith said that he is not supposed to make his wife happy. She is supposed to be happy on her own and he is supposed to be happy on his own. And then they can share their happiness together. And oh my God, if that is not the truest thing I've ever fucking heard, you need to be happy on your own. And your boyfriend needs to be happy on your his own. Because if both of you are just miserable fucks, you're going to come together and be miserable as fuck together. But on the flip side, if you both are happy and positive and living life, then you're going to be fine. Obviously, it's a little different. If you're in a long-term relationship and someone's going through a hard time, I'm not like, fuck him, cancel him, he's done, he's unhappy, you're happy. No, I'm not saying things don't get hard. But do not start dating somebody if they are in a spot to where they should not be dating. Do not start dating someone who is miserable as fuck when you are doing good in your life and happy. It will bring you down. It is a whole different journal and journey of pages and pages filled with bullshit. And I know that some people come with emotional baggage. Hell, I have a fuck ton of emotional baggage. I got enough emotional baggage that it would probably take a plane or three to carry all that luggage from one place to the next. But I have worked through my trauma and my baggage and I have decided to reinvent myself and move on. I took the time to work on myself to where I'm in a happy spot. So right now, if I were to get into a relationship, I could be happy because I'm happy with myself. Granted, am I done working on myself? Fuck no. I'm going to work on myself until the day I fucking die. I am so somebody who believes that you should constantly be working on yourself. That's the other thing. Work on yourself. If you are in a relationship and you are just constantly flooding and flooding support to your partner and not getting anything, that's not good. You should be supporting your partner, but first, be a little selfish. Make sure you have what you need to be taken care of. You cannot support someone if you yourself are not taken care of. You cannot be filling somebody else's tank with love when you're already running on empty. You have to take care of yourself first. And only from taking care of yourself can you fill with others. My self-love right now, in this moment, is at 100%. But I wake up and have days where my self-love is only at 50%. And on those days especially is when I have to take a little extra time for actually supporting myself and what I need from myself. It's what the time I take to support Renee and think about what she needs to fill up my personal love tank to get it to where I'm not running on empty that day and not running on a half tank of gas. 
you have to take the time to fill yourself up. And you have to recognize those days when you're running close to empty or even just a little less. I know it is not always when you look at your car, sometimes you're like, ah, I'm on a quarter tank. I'll be fine. I can make it. You cannot do that with your self-love tank. It may be enough to get you to where you need to go, but it will not be enough to get you back at where you need to be. You have to get it filled up. Fill your love tank, support yourself, and be happy with who you can become because that's what's really important. You have to recognize everything about yourself and it takes time. It's not something that can be done overnight. Your little tank right now might be at an eighth of a tank and that might be why you're listening to this podcast seeing what's going on. So take it day by day, put in a little work, and get your love tank up. Eventually, you will have a full tank or a 95% full tank, and that's going to be better than where you're at right now. Unless you already love the fuck out of yourself and you're like, I'm the shit, bitch. I don't know what you're talking about. That's great. That is the energy I fucking love to see. Rock it, honey. Be a bar bath, babe. Kick some ass. Don't take no for an answer. If you want something, go get it, honey. List it up. We are going to be ending this episode tonight. Wrapping it up. I hope to see you guys all next week and keep it going. I love all the support. I appreciate everybody listening. And I cannot wait for you guys to keep growing with me, keep filling our love tanks, keep supporting each other. There's a t-shirt at Walmart I want so bad right now that says, babes support babes. And that's what we fucking do here at Bar Bath Babe. We support babes and we carry on kicking ass, taking names, empowering ourselves, being sexual and owning who we are. That is what it means to be a bar bath babe. All right, ladies, have a wonderful night. Have a safe week, and I will talk to you guys soon. This is Renee Hart, the bar bath babe. Because Friday nights are for the babe. <laughs>